0: Good Monday morning, everyone, and glad you're here today. Hope you've had a good weekend and got a good week planned. And uh, we'll start it out by jumping back into the 78th Psalm, Psalm 78. And we're taking it kind of in bite sized pieces Uh, again, actually, the 12th through the 41st verse. Uh, would be the whole uh, paragraph, um, but um, obviously too much to cover in one 10-12 minute video. And so just taking little sections of uh, of this paragraph. And uh, again, this psalm is a good reminder uh, for us uh, to learn from um, not only our own mistakes, but the mistakes of others uh, in following the Lord. And Asaph is using Israel and their mistakes to the, uh, many uh, various times when they strayed uh, from the word of God, uh, whether it be through um, uh, at times idol worship, uh, complete um, idolatry and, and forsaking God, uh, whether it was um, through Uh, marriage um, outside of uh, their uh, their faith and bringing in uh, those uh, from outside of the faith and ultimately it would lead to uh, bringing in um, other uh, religions as well Uh, but um, uh, and sometimes it was just out-and-out out disobedience um, that he is uh, teaching them and reminding them of their ancestors uh, and uh, mistakes they made and the punishment, the price uh, that they paid uh, for that. And so uh, since we're picking up here the first uh, of of the week and you've had the weekend weekend, uh, off. Uh, let me just uh, remind you again, we looked at those first uh, four verses um, where he just generally speaks uh, of uh, learning from the past. And then he begins uh, a section in uh, the next uh, six verses uh, where he says that they should be teaching the word of God. And now we picked up uh, Saturday Uh, in verse 12 and he starts giving um, some examples here specifically in verse 12. uh, He was talking about Israel and the Jews as they uh, came out of Egypt and how they eventually, uh, how they were, uh, how they uh, again how God delivered them and brought them out of Egypt, brought them across the Red Sea, uh, divided the Red Sea and the other uh, miracles that, uh, that he did for them. And how yet they continued, um, even in spite of that, uh, they uh, refused or I don't say refused, but they failed uh, to continue uh, to follow God and became uh, disobedient um, and uh, strayed from the teachings of God Uh, and so he reminds them uh, to uh, of that uh, story that all of them uh, had been heard again this uh, was a story that would have been passed down uh, regularly from uh, from parent to child and so uh, he reminds them of that of how God had delivered them uh, from Egypt. And then in verse 17, uh, he then uh, points out that even though uh, God delivered them uh, from, uh, from Egypt, he says, and they sinned yet more against him by provoking the Most High uh, in the wilderness. So even though, uh, again, just to uh, back up and get a running start at this, uh, in verses 12 through 16, uh, he talked about, uh, started out verse 12 by saying marvelous things he did. Uh, he divided the sea, caused them to pass through while the waters stood Uh, As a heap, he led them with a cloud in the day, fire by night. Uh, He gave water from the rock, um, all those things. And then in verse 17, he says, and yet um, they sinned all the more. Uh, against God. In spite of all those amazing things, those wonderful things uh, that uh, Asaph has just listed that God did, uh, again, things that, um, that there was no other explanation for uh, other than the hand of God. And I know uh, even today we still have people trying to uh, explain the dividing of the Red Sea uh, as the children, for example, one of the explanations of the children of Israel uh, that God didn't really divide the Red Sea, but they went up uh, to the north end where it was really shallow, uh, only a few inches deep, and they skipped across on uh, on the rocks. And, and then, you know, then the great miracle for that would be if that's the case, uh, then how did the entire Egyptian army drown in three inches of water? Uh, so again, we, we still try to explain it. Uh, people still try to, but the fact, is there's no way to explain those things uh, that Asaph has just mentioned, the dividing of the Red Sea, uh, the water uh, from a rock, there's no way to explain those things uh, apart from uh, the miraculous uh, work of God. Uh, And not only are they explained by the miraculous work of God, but they also point to uh, God's loving care Uh, compassion uh, for the people, Uh, that he did these things um, for them, that he brought them out of Egypt, that he uh, brought them across the Red Sea, that he fed them with manna, that he gave them water uh, from a rock when they were thirsty. Uh, And there's no way again to explain it except the power of God uh, and the great love of God. Uh, And so yet he says, uh they send uh that much more. Uh, they sinned more against him by provoking the Most High. Uh, if we go on, it says, And they tempted God in their heart by asking meat for their lust. Yea, they spake against God. They said, Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Uh, behold, he smote the rock that the waters gushed out and the streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Can he provide flesh uh, for his people? Uh, and so they continued... Uh, to sin against God, uh, they tempted or, or tested God. Uh, he says by by challenging Him um, to to continue uh, to do these things. They they're craving. Uh, he says they're meat for lust. They uh, they want their own. They, they, God has delivered them from Egypt, and now they're craving the things that were uh in Egypt. And uh, I mean, if you read anything at all uh, in the Old Testament, you you learn uh, very quickly that the Israelites, like most people, um, were habitual complainers. Uh, no matter what God did, they wanted a little more. No matter what God did, they wanted something else. Um, he provided water; they wanted meat. He gave them uh, the manna; they wanted, you know, something else. Um, and uh, and so they were continually uh, complaining, continually uh, ungrateful. Uh, for all the things uh, that, uh, that God had done. We don't, you know, you, you don't read here uh, as you read this Psalm where they said, thank you, Lord, uh, for the water. Thank you, Lord, for uh, bringing us through the Red Sea. Thank you, Lord, uh, for getting us out of Egypt. It was always, uh, again, a complaint, Lord, I want a little more. Um, we, 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 you know, we It never grateful uh, for uh, the things that he did, uh, but uh, the, the word that we see show up in the Old Testament a lot that um, you don't really hear people use today, but it, it always uh, seems to me to be a good word to describe uh, the people of Israel, and that was murmured um, they just constantly, just kind of. Um, when I think about it, I think about the uh, the adults and the, the peanuts, the Charlie Brown cartoons. You know, you, you never could understand what you uh, and, and I'm sorry, uh, but that's kind of the way I picture the Israelites. That there was just always this constant, um, just mumbling, rumbling, grumbling going on. That there was always uh, a complaint um and you know here's the interesting thing if you look in this uh in these verses they they tempted God and said um you know um they tempted God uh they spoke against God saying can he furnish a table in the wilderness uh he smote the rock and the waters gushed out uh, but can he give bread yeah we know he gave water but can he do this uh again they they just constantly uh tempting god and pushing god and so uh you know they acknowledge uh, what god had done with the water uh, but again they want more they still complain uh for what uh what they don't have um, and man if you don't see the lesson for that for us today um then i i'm i'm I, i'm I don't know what else to say. Um, If We don't see the obvious lesson uh, to be grateful uh, for what God has done. We, um, as Americans, I think are not uh, too far uh, removed uh, from the Israelites. No matter what God does, uh, we always seem to want Him to do a little bit more. Uh, no matter what He provides, we always want something different, um, and we just continually uh, are, are pushing and, and mumbling um, about uh, about what God uh, what God should do and could do, um, and always uh, looking for more instead of being grateful uh, for uh, the blessings. That we have uh, at hand. So, I want to challenge you this morning uh, to, to take a moment um, and um, think about your prayer life, uh, it is a good place to start. Uh, I, and I'll speak personally. I know that typically my own, as well as the prayers I hear, uh, are a laundry list. Of Lord give me this I need that I want that do this um, just uh, you know a laundry list of, uh, of requests uh, from God and uh, very very few times uh, very little very small percentage of our prayer life um, or, or in talking to God is involved uh, in being grateful uh, being thankful um, and so I challenge you to look at your prayer life um, and challenge you to spend more time in your prayer today uh, being grateful than, uh, than in asking. Uh, listen to our, our conversation out in, uh, with our friends and family uh, and how much of it is spent complaining, groaning, moaning, complaining, uh, and how much of it is spent Um, thanking God and and letting others know how grateful we are uh, for the blessings of God. Uh, And so I hope that challenges you today. Uh, Let's not be like those Israelites. Let's not uh, constantly be wanting more and asking for more and uh, complaining about what we don't have. But let's learn to be grateful uh, for the goodness and the mercy that God does provide each day. Uh, that uh, we have. All right, you have a good day. Be thankful, and uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.